0: When the day turns into night, my hash browns turn into my new Jack-in-the-Box $3 Munchie mashups. Hash browns and tasty white cheese mashed up with your choice of savory egg and bacon, buffalo chicken and ranch, or
1: jalapenos and bacon, each for just three bucks. Because everything gets more interesting at night. Vampires wake up. Ugh, oh, 9 p.m. already. Mommy's unwind.
2: Hot
0: tub nice. And the boogeyman gets his boogie on. <laughs> so come try my late-night
1: Munchie mashups. each for just three bucks. Only at Jack-in-the-Box. Limited time only at participating restaurants. Love,
2: talk Radio. Ready, set, hut, hut. Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports, sports news and talk. and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the best co-host anyone can ask for, Cuervo. We cover it all from NFL, NFL NBA, NBA, MLB, MLB NHL, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. So let's do this. Here's Sunny Clark. All right, everybody, welcome to the house of Smart, the student's book show. What? along with I am, is i we
0: Getting set for the remote, getting set for high school football. And that's really what it's all about as we get ready as we have. Well, I
1: have not been in the booth since the last game
0: for the Rowlett Eagles as I didn't do the indoor football.
1: And, yeah, and I haven't been in the booth either. I think the last time we we were both on together.
0: Yep, and we were
1: in the playoffs with the Rowlett Eagles. So
0: that was in a, you know, Play- it, it playoffs. playoffs? Talking about playoffs. Anyway, um, so we went through that motion, so we haven't been on air as as the Rally Eagles. So we're doing the regular yearly thing. We've been doing it, you know, usually by audio, doing it recorded and then uploading it. But we decided, actually, this was Bill's idea. We should get out in there and and put it out live as we are here at at Dickie's Barbecue. I, what made you think that we should get out in the public for people to see us?
1: Uh, <laughs> and they're always uh, got great barbecue. So, uh, no, you know, what? I thought I'd just do something different this year as we get the season started. I mean, there's a lot of, a uh, lot of, um, optimism on this coming year. And I think, uh, you know, at, uh, last season was such a great season. And then, uh, to get uh boot out of that first round was, uh, definitely disappointing. Uh, for the community and, and also the Rowlett team. So I think uh, there's a lot of optimis- optimism for this season. And, and I thought uh, this would be a great, uh, great way to start the season. Get a, get a week early before the actual kickoff.
0: And th- that's right. They kick off on the 1st of September at HBJ, if I'm not mistaken, over at Homer B. Stadium,
1: which, uh, lost uh, uh, some huge firepower last year. So they're probably not going to be the same team that we saw last year that really gave uh, our Eagles uh, – Quite a tough time in that first game,
0: and they actually played very well for the rest of the season. In reality, they set themselves up for the whole year. That's the Louisville Fighting Farmers. We were keeping track of them. This is team. You get everything else. You hear the chop from the, the barbecue in the background, uh, but it, that. They were getting set for the season. They had the Rowlett Eagles, and that was a game where the same thing with the Rowlett Eagles. They had the new quarterback, and we're talking about Preston Week. That was the big deal as uh, Logan Bonner uh, has headed over to Arkansas State and and battling right now for the starting position over there for the Red Wolves over there. So uh, this year or last year was the year that we were going to find out what this team was made of. 9-2 Nine and two regular season, losing the first round, but we also got a guy that's got a cannon for an arm for the Raleigh Eagles, and we're talking
1: about Preston. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. Uh, had a three year start that we had to in, in three years, so coming in and, and having Preston Weeks, we didn't know what to expect. He had the size. Um, he has the size. Now, and he was shaped a lot like Logan Bonner was. Uh, if if anything, I was, was going to just say, just a little bit bigger. Um, so we didn't know what to expect. And you know what? I'll be the first to, to admit, I, uh, I owe Press Weeks a little bit of an apology as, as uh, last night a little bit critical on him. And a lot of people, uh, and if you look at it, he was 9-1 and in the regular season. 9-1. First year starting on varsity, and he went 9-1. and and uh, and but he held it with class. Uh, he was supported by his uh and, and he really Really strong, ready to go. And I think there's a lot of hype about him.
0: Don't give it away because that's something that we we are going to talk about a little bit later on in the show. As we are here on the Capita Sports Show, giving you all for the 2018 season of the at Eagles varsity football don't forget also we are going to cover the basketball now bill doesn't join me because it's such a long drive and it's only an hour show (laughs) but we also got that over 30 broadcasts of ralette eagle sports this season that includes the football as well as basketball never mind during football season the pregame show is its own show and by the way we being brought to you by wesson general contractors butch wesson a great guy at uh paying for sponsorship for the pregame show uh so we'll be mentioning him a lot in today's uh, program as well but uh, moving on into the season a lot of things that have happened I'm going to start actually on the defensive side of the ball, Bill, because this was a football team defensively was very good. They lost a lot of firepower, a lot of, but forget the firepower. I think they lost a lot of leadership in reality. When you think about where the Rowlett Eagles are going into this season.
1: Yeah. Um, on the defense side they're you're absolutely right. They're going to be uh, uh, definitely young and they're, they're going to be uh, led by uh, Chase Taylor, the linebacker. He's going to be that captain on the field. Uh, this year, and, and he had a, a great junior year, and I think uh, he's going to be uh, successful this year, but they're going to really need to rally around him and grow up fast. Yeah, definitely, and
0: uh, the, the loss of Bill Bauer, I think is going to be very evident as well on the defensive side of the ball. This was a young man really, 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 the, the defensive side, he put this thing on his shoulders. He wanted to be that guy. He wanted to be the leader, he wanted to be the guy out on the football field that that he wanted everybody to come to him uh, for advice and what to do, and he handled that job. And I agree with you. Chase Taylor is going to have a big, big shoes to fill going into the season because he has to be that leader.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Bauer uh, handled being uh, dinged up a lot last year. There was a few games where he wasn't able to finish up, but – he was always out there for that team, and he was always always leading that team. You know, the defense did really well last year. There was just too many of those one long plays that disrupted uh, the whole defense. there were a lot of games where they had control of the game, defensive side. Yeah, plus fifty yard uh, play that uh, that uh, turned things around. So overall, the defense did really well. But there's going to be a lot to to replace from this year. Uh, you know, we mentioned. Uh, uh, Taylor, and then also, you know, at our senior defensive end, uh, Brandon Stark is going to be a huge, uh, you know, he kind of reminds me of what uh, a was. Charles Amenahu. Uh, was was at the ago. University of Texas right and now. And getting a lot of looks. And uh, that boy has gotten bigger and bigger every year.
0: Yeah, and that's that's something to also keep in mind, as you've seen that the seniors we've got, the first of the young guys is far as the defensive side of the football. They got the on the football field uh, you know, because they would get that lead there for a while. And, and then they didn't and the- and the varsity just because he felt is the-, the speed of the game is so much different. And, they
1: got a- and it's also just the the game here. You know, um, it, it, it's a way of life. And you come to JV where you play on a Thursday night where, you know, you might expect all the fans uh, uh, out uh, in, in the stands and, you know, a family, a few friends, where on Friday nights, it's, it's, it's a way of life. And, and, and the, you know, the crowd that's around it, with uh, the course of a stadium, we can wake out a lot different than playing on the East side listening to the Eagles
0: Varsity Football preseason show. We're live from Dickie's Barbecue. Make sure you get on over here as far as getting some good, by the way, the barbecue is out of sight, by the way, just to let you know.
1: What, what are you have? I not plate uh, I if you told me I had it, but uh, <laughs> uh, and you need to find me. You know me, right next to the ice cream machine. That's so, right. And so that's if you need an ice cream cone, either I can uh, I can uh, fix you up, or you can come right over here and get your own.
0: And look at. Let's run back really quick. Last year,
1: nine and nine and two.
0: or nine and one in reality in the regular season. Nine and one. Did that shock you? I mean, I I put it out Didn't expect money on the football team. As I looked at the team, looked at the leadership. How was going to be kind of a season for the football team. That having been said, what I noticed a lot last year is when one part of the game or one part of the strategy there be offense defense. Uh, one was down the other one was move ball very well. It was their defense. It was the offense that was.
1: <clears throat> last year was like a, a hell of two seasons within the within the season. You know, like we mentioned uh, right off the bat, we didn't know what to expect going into next uh, last season. Then you have four non conference uh, wide receiver shivers was one, one of the nation. Now he's I think out at Alabama, uh, and, then, and then you had uh, Rockwall, which we all know Rockwall always has good quality teams. You had a uh, Keller Fossil Ridge, which had a strong team out on the on the west side. Um, and then you had um, uh, Plano, Plano High, It's right their history. You definitely uh, – uh, so, the first half of the season, not great mathematical half, but it was the first four games. We knew that was going to be tough. To, to go 4-0 was, I think, I I, think to everybody. Big time.
0: It's surprising.
1: Even more so outside of this organization and this community, I think – Uh, In the Metroplex, I think Rallette all of a sudden uh, got some eyebrows up because you had a new quarterback, 4-0 against a strong uh, uh, strong. non-district schedule. And then you go into your district where, uh, you know, Rowlett's been one of the top two two to three teams year in, year out for the last few years. So you you go into district feeling a lot more comfortable than what you were feeling like when you were going into the non-district games. So to go into the district at 4-0 was, was a surprise. Then you took on a really strong and really uh, um, rolling, sexy team. And that's where, you know, Relic came down to a little bit of reality. But yeah. overall, that season, they go 9-1, I don't think anybody would have expected it and, outside that locker room.
0: And, and talking about going that they, the out-of-district games, the Rockwell game over bowl was a – I think it was a statement game in reality – to put the stamp on what was going to come forward. Because if you remember the year before that, Rockwall had the Rallet Eagles number every single year. So when they got the opportunity to get into the big stadium of the Cotton Bowl uh, with the opportunity, they went ahead and took advantage of uh, Rockwall Yellow Jacket teams that had some losses in reality as far as offense and defense. Um, but they were able to put that team away and Chris Berman on ESPN get off the schneid against that football team because that's the over-the-bridge rivalry game. It's one of, I, I, Sachse is the rival game. Sonny understands that. But each and every year, when you talk about teams that are really good, Sachse is usually good and Rockwall is usually good. Those are the two teams that when you look at where this team is going, it's how they perform in those two games is where you can take a look at where they're going to be. Now, Sacksies have been at the end of the season, so we get the good, good um, uh, team in Rockwall again in week number two. We got a Friday game and then Friday night. Well, it's, it's Friday Night Lights at the Cotton Bowl. That's going to be that. That's big time stuff again for the Rowlett Eagles. We're in the first portion of. The first broadcast of the season of the Rowlett Eagles getting all squared away uh, this season. And we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We're going to hear from some of our sponsors. We're also got some new sponsors this year. Uh, we're still working on the commercials. We'll talk a little bit about some of the new uh, sponsors that we got going on. Uh, For Ed Eagles, uh, uh, we're going to lose a few, unfortunately, because small businesses, they have that situation as far as that's concerned. But we kept most of our main sponsors here on the Couch Potato Sports Show with the Ed Eagles varsity football team. So lots of good stuff heading our way. We're going to talk about everything and anything and everything. That is Ed Eagles sports. We'll take that quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Ed Eagles radio network. We'll be right back. proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast it always happened That's 5-Star HVAC Contractors, serving rel 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 214-457-8441. Call the experts at 5-Star HVAC Contractors. This is Sonny Clark, Radio Voice, and your rally at Eagles letting you know about Fit Body Boot Camp. What makes Fit Body Boot Camp a unique fitness program is the value of consistent coaching with a professional fitness trainer in a group environment that generates exceptionally high levels of fitness results. Contact Tom or Mark at Fit Body Boot located at 2502 Lawling Lane in Rowlett, Texas, or give them a call at 214-888-2848, or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbbc.com. All right, we are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. I'm here with... The Eagle Eye, Bill Cerna, along with me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, your round Eagles varsity football team radio network. We are set for the 2017-2018 season, And, and a lot of things to look forward to, don't forget we have Rowlett Eagles Varsity Basketball. We'll be trying to get some of the games, the preseason games in December. But that officially kicks off in January. But we'll try to get our sponsors a little bit more uh, exposures and things of that. So we'll try to do that. Now, we were talking just in the break here a little bit about the 30 for 30 for ESPN. And the very interesting thing as far as what you want to see as far as we get the Friday Night light show, but really you get the acting more so than giving what high school football is all all about. The thirty for thirty from ESPN probably puts it. I haven't watched it yet, but this is a main spotlight on what it's really like for football here in Texas. Yeah,
2: absolutely, and they really focus
1: that. Yeah, absolutely, and they really focus on that there in the beginning of the documentary, and and. First of all, the documentary was very well done. Uh, Like I was telling you off air, they really took two sides of that whole situation with that Carter Cowboy football team. Uh, They took the good side of it and they took the bad side of it. But uh, one thing that I really enjoyed was that they really talk about what high school football is in Texas. You know, Friday Night Lights really brought that out nationally where people nationally understood what Texas football was like uh, you know, I think a lot of people, when that came out, I was still living in Arizona, you know, and I was like, "Do, do the, you don't realize how big it is, how it affects the whole community. So, uh, you know, at that 30 for 30, like I said, it really, you know, it brought out a lot about how Texas football was, but then it also took out or, or, or brought out, uh, um, some of the controversies and the issues that happen with it, too. especially
0: with that situation over there. And, and the folks, if, if, People around here, you know, Bill and I are from here in Texas, in in Arizona, I mean. Here in Texas, every game, everybody, everybody's at the football stadium on Friday nights or Thursday nights. We got a couple of Thursday night games here. Uh, But everybody, it it is a culture. It's where people go. It's almost like, you know, off. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it turns green and all businesses, everything closes up. They go, to the, they go to the Green Bay Packer game. Same thing here in Texas and the way high school football is. It's a culture. Friday nights are football nights, and those football nights are the exciting thing about the week. I mean, because the anticipation to get to Friday, and, and that was probably explained in that uh, documentary on the 30 by 30, the anticipation of big matchups
1: week in the week. I kind of look at it as you take the, the fascination with, NFL Sunday is football day. That's the big day nationwide. You consolidate that into the state of Texas. That's the way high school football is on Friday night. Yep. It is a way of life, uh, from big cities to small towns. Um, you know, I've never seen a team travel to another city by a police escort all the way there for a football game. Crazy for high school football. Crazy. You're, you're gonna... We got on a bus. And We're we, from and... Arizona. <laughs> It' was too hot to be outside yeah. and
0: it 's culture here, yeah it? oh
1: yeah the only time you had police police out there is because there was a snake across on the road or something, <laughs> but here you get even the small communities, you have police escorts taking the team from uh, from the school to the stadiums yep it's
0: it 's amazing what the phenomena and it 's not just football, by the way, when I first got here, you know cheerleading is it, it 's just as big. I mean, I couldn't believe it, and then, of course, we fell into it. I I got here and said, nah, we're not going to be doing the cheerleading. Guess what? Fell right in the middle of it, and not only that, I needed to get another part-time job in order to pay for it. I mean, it is amazing of what... Foot, the football culture here is in Texas. And, you know, you, you don't get the movies, you don't get the regular uh, show on fr- Friday nights. They put that on Thursday and Friday nights in reality on NBC. I remember when it was on. I didn't watch it because I thought it was ridiculous. Until I got here, I thought it was just Hollywood, and it's not
1: Hollywood. Yeah, absolutely. If you're not here and you see Friday Night Lights, the movie, it's a great movie. You yeah. enjoy watching it, absolutely. You know, but you sit there and say, how much of it is real and how much of it is uh, Hollywood? But and then they come out with a nightly or a weekly show, Friday yep. Night Lights, right. and and it Two lasts after. And it lasts for I, I couldn't tell you, you know, five, years? six. No, I don't think that long. Oh, okay. uh, maybe you know six, seven seasons, but it lasted for a while. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, there's a lot more storyline than just football, but it's just the culture that show that you see of what happens here in the state of Texas.
0: Now, getting back to that thirty for thirty, there's a lot of history in that thirty for thirty. What that was all about? Give people an idea of what that thirty for thirty was really about and what what it stood for.
1: Well, in the in the uh, Dallas I, uh, ISD, they hadn't had a, a state champion since 1950 in football. Uh, this was 1988 there was this, uh the Carter Cowboys was a team yep. that to this day is argued that might be one were signed to four year colleges 21
0: 21 that that's that's crazy that's those, a, are, those those are crazy
1: numbers yes that was
0: i mean it, i mean it, just looking at the Raleigh Eagles that you know from last year they had nine or 10 that got signed into to colleges in in the area and not all of them major that's the and, and and, and these were major
1: colleges. These these were major colleges. Uh, absolutely, all over the state of Texas, uh, uh, UCLA, um, Arkansas, uh, Florida. So yeah, they they were all over. But um, what happened was right before the playoffs started, there was a controversy over one player that failed a class, um, and the UIL, which is not involved, uh, uh, made him forfeit the game. There was there was a research. It was just an error. Um, there was an anonymous call. Uh, a whole uh, issue all through the playoffs of trying to get them to get um, uh, get them banned from the playoffs, including uh, suits by other schools that were affected by yes. not being able to be in the playoffs because of missing it by a game or so. Uh, yeah, because because um, Carter was in the playoffs. Well, right. they go on to win the playoffs, uh, win the championship. Uh, six months later, seven of those players all of them with uh, college offers are uh, caught for armed robberies over 20 armed robberies wow. uh, which definitely affected that whole uh, school so I mean just a whole story uh, if you if you, Jesse Armstead was on that team he was an all-pro uh, linebacker Washington from the New- Redskins no the New York Giants uh,
0: didn't he play for the Redskins though
1: We'll oh, check. But, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, no. But well, you're right. The Giants yeah, that was
0: he, where he went first anyway. Yeah,
1: he was right there alongside with Lawrence Taylor. So yep. uh, when the, when they had that uh, those great teams, so and there was such great talent, backed by it by these players. And you know a lot of these you know seven boys, young men that lost their college opportunities. They lost their football opportunities because of that.
0: And the Lord knows where they could end up. Thanks for coming in, folks. We are live from Dickey's Barbecue, located at Highway 66 and the George Bush, just a little bit to the right of Target. And uh, good food out here. Get on out here. Uh, they let us uh, come on out here. We, we The schedule was a little bit wrong. We didn't necessarily know about it. We have the, the, the scrimmage going on right now over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. It's the reason why... We don't have everybody in here because they'd rather. Be yeah, out there. it's, it's going to be wrapping up. You were to make it out there. To I check was going to try out. to
1: make it, but uh, coming across town and definitely uh, on a Friday night was not uh, tough, as easy as could be. So, uh, but yeah, the scrimmage should be wrapping up here real soon. So hopefully we'll uh, get some people in from uh, the scrimmage, kind of let us know what they saw while they were out there.
0: Definitely, the Raleigh
1: Eagle schedule
0: goes like this: we start next Friday, seven days. From tonight, the Rowland Eagles, they are hosting the Louisville Fighting Farmers on Friday night. And then at the Cotton Bowl, I, I, remind me to make sure we get our credentials for that. We'll get them. Um, but we had, a, we had a fall, by the way. We were up high, and we could see everything in the Cotton Bowl uh, last season uh, as far as that was concerned. That was a game against Rockwell. They get Rockwell again. You know, this is, it, this is my favorite game. Uh, the whole season, I and I know it seems silly, it should be sexy, but this was one because it was a team that always had the Rowlett Eagles number. They were always a, getting in the way of Rowlett having a good season or, you know, moving them on for the rest of the season. It was that one negative that they had before they got to the playoffs in reality.
1: Well, and normally they don't play them this early in the season, but now that they're out of district, they, they do play them early yep. in the season. So, you know, it, it, it's it's great to to see where they're at so far after their you know after their second game on on how well they're uh, uh, doing so far. But this, yeah, this will be great uh, Friday night at the Cotton Bowl. This will be our third time being at the Cotton Bowl. Oh yeah, I love it.
0: We are here on the Rowland Eagles varsity football preseason show here live from dickie's barbecue uh, a good schedule though uh, you know outside the schedule to get plano again that so we basically have the same four games in the out of district games that are still important regardless of the way you look at it. obviously the district games are the most important I, we all know that But how you're going to get set up for the season. But what I think when we and we've talked about this before, when you have a football team playing out of district teams that are better than the ones in your own district, it only puts you in a better position when they go into playoff time.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. We talked about this last year during uh, the non-district games. Uh, you know, it, it was the very strong uh, uh, non uh, non district uh, schedule that we had last year, and, and once again this year. You mentioned that we play them. It's it's a two year commitment, and you just you play the same teams two years in a row, and you just swap uh, home locations. Right. So this year we're going to spend a lot of our time near home. The only time we really leave um, the the Rowlett Garland areas when we go up to uh, the Cotton Bowl and then go yep. up to Plano. Other and than that, we stay around around our community the whole time and
0: that first game every year for the last five six years by for the last six years has been the Louisville fighting farmers we this will be our fifth game covering that first and it's always the first game of the season this is the fifth year the lewis stadium uh, a stadium where the rowlett eagles have a lot of success at home this is a good football team and last year no different the year before that no different the year before that, they had a little problem here and there at home. But for the last couple of seasons, last year with Logan Bonner, then this past year with Preston Weeks, a home field advantage is really big for this football team.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. If, if I'm not mistaken, I think they've only lost four times in the last three or last four years, four years, yes, four years. Uh, at home. So you, and you one talk year about
0: was two games.
1: Right. Well, and that was uh, I think that was the year that Logan Bonner had gotten hurt and, yep. and they were trying to find their identity without uh, having him uh, under center so uh definitely a a great uh, non-district uh, schedule to have good thing that we have two of them at home one of them at the cotton bowl and only one where we have to make a little bit of trip up into plano yeah that won't be too bad it'll be right around but let's let's do this
0: what when we look at where the season is going folks there have been some losses, and we, we, we talked about it. Three years we covered Ladarius Dickens, and we're going to talk about him when we come back off a of break. So uh, keep your ears in it, and we'll talk about where some of the guys have gone as well. Uh, keep around here for the Raleigh Eagles Varsity Football preseason show. It's the live remote coming to you from Dickie's Barbecue located at Highway 66 and the George Bush. We're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. When we come back, Ladarius Dickens will talk about the rest of the schedule. We'll talk about what we expect from this football team moving into 2017 and 18 season. Here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Raleigh Eagles Radio Network. We will be right back. In 1998, Scooter's Coffee was born. Co-founders Don and Linda Eccles began their amazing journey when they opened up their first drive-thru coffee house in Bellevue, Nebraska. Their motto is, amazing people serving amazing drinks, amazingly fast. Scooters only roast from the top 10% specialty coffee beans in the world. And their specialty? The Caramelicious. If you're new to Scooters, you can't go wrong with ordering this rich, velvety caramel jam. So make sure you check out Scooter's Coffee, located at Rowlett Road in the 66 with a convenient drive-thru so you can get onto your business real quick. That's Scooter's Coffee, located in Rowlett. could be the single most important decision you make in your life. You need someone with the experience and know-how to help you through this decision. Brian Chadwick of JP and Associate Realtors has you covered. Knowing the specifics of the Rowlett and Rockwall area is his specialty. Contact Brian at 972-533-9059 or visit him on the web at brianchadwick.jphomesforsale.com. That's Brian with a Y, not Nigh Chadwick, At Chang Lee Saekwondo, learn the art of self defense, discipline, respect, physical development, and mental focus. Become the best that you can be. At Chang Lee Saekwondo, we offer an after school program, fitness kickboxing, birthday parties, summer camp, and homeschool classes. Check out our one year anniversary special two weeks and a free uniform for 19.99. That's right, 19.99 gets you two weeks and the free uniform. Check out Chain Lees at 469-506-4483 or visit them on the web at MyChainLees.com This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney not their paralegal get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell the Mitchell law firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy related matters including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal court we represent both individual and small business debtors in chapter 7 chapter 11 and Chapter 13 Bankruptcies. For more information, come in contact with Greg Mitchell at 972-463-8417. That's 972-463-8417. Or visit him on the web at www.mitchellps.com. Are you in need of an electrician in the Rowlett, Rockwall, or Saxe area? What kind of electrical work needs to be done? Residential, business, or industrial? Contact Allen Bauer Electric for all of your electrical needs. It's important to have a qualified, licensed electrician taking care of any electrical problems you may be having so your loved one or customers are safe. We have built our business on quality for a fair price. And good customer service, but of course... Give Allen Bauer Electric a call at 214 356 0197 and tell him Sonny sent you. Allen Bauer Electric, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. At Regal and Rustic Estate Sales, let us take the burden out of hosting, staging, and cleaning of your estate sale or liquidation. We will provide reliable, friendly service with an experienced crew. We have an excellent reputation for professionalism with exceptional customer service and knowledge. We understand that staging and drawing attention to your sale is key. Most importantly, we listen to our customers' needs and pay attention to detail. That is what separates us from other local estate sales and companies as we truly care about your presentation, property, and belongings. That's Regal and Rustic Estate Sales. Contact Renee Sheffield at 972-861-0231 or check us out on the web at regalandrustic.com. Don't just call any heating and air conditioning repairman, call an expert. At Stevenson's Heating and Air Conditioning, we are your experts. Whether it's a seasonal maintenance that keeps your system running at a peak efficiency or a complete replacement of your system, Stevenson's Heating and Air Conditioning does it all. Common Sense Solutions for your home comfort. Stevenson's, where quality is our standard, not our goal. Give them a call at 972-475-3227 or check them out on the web at stevensonshvac.com. Let Buffalo Creek doors and floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as Stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214 536 2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check them out on the web at www.BuffaloCreekDoorsAndFloors.com. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. Unpleasant surprises can be annoying, but sometimes they can be devastating. If your retirement plan is vulnerable to unpleasant surprises, you do have a choice. There are strategies that can help ensure any surprise is a welcome one and reduce the threats to your retirement. Nest Egg Wealth Advisors specialize in helping protect your portfolio from unpleasant surprises. Visit com or give them a call at 972-412-6064 to request a guide to your nice, predictable retirement. All right, we are back. We're having some technical difficulties over here at Dickies as the Internet's giving us a little bit of problem. We're switching to our backup plan and getting into our uh cell phones uh getting set for today's show here on the couch potato sports show we're going to be doing this here coming to you here now let's talk a little bit about what's going on as far as where the team is concerned a big loss last year on the offensive side of the ball from a, a guy that was able to run the ball, make big plays, and it was the guy you wanted to get the ball to. We're talking about Ladarius Dickens, a big, big loss on the offensive side of the ball. Not only that, special teams and kickoff returns, Bill. This was a big loss.
1: You, you know what's funny about that is, um, you, you know what's funny about that was, I used to giggle every time last year. I don't know if you remember, I used to giggle every time he somebody tried to tackle him giggle ever somebody to try to tackle him because uh, they could never get him tackled on, the, on a uh the first time he'd get the ball he was just a uh, uh, such an entertainment you know we had him since his sophomore year uh they on the offensive side so we got to we got to just with like logan bonner we got to enjoy ladarius for uh three seasons so you're absolutely right big loss on the offensive side of it um, you know, also with Morrow in the backfield, a big loss with him, too. So there was a, a quite a bit of change on the offense that, uh, that had to come this year as they only returned three starters from last year's team. They get
0: uh, they get that first game at Northgar uh, and Williams, if I'm not mistaken.
1: No, that's actually Homer B.J.
0: HBJ. So HBJ, we got that going on. Uh, so that one's a, you know to start off the season that was a football team that didn't have a lot of success last year they got a little bit better toward the end of the season uh last season but uh still weren't uh, victories and stuff but we've seen that team improve so the Raleigh eagles kind of I, I don't want to say it's a cush easy game for them in week number one for in district but it is a good uh yeah, the whole team can get their feet up underneath them.
1: Well, absolutely, absolutely right. You know, like I mentioned, uh, with this non-district schedule that we have, going to that first district game, uh, this will give them an opportunity to really get settled in. You know, and hopefully, uh, maybe lick some uh, wounds and, and uh, get a, a little bit healthy uh, as they play uh, North Garland.
0: Instead, where everybody is, as far as the team is concerned. Uh, it, it's time to do that step up or step out kind of thing, and and I was looking at the schedule and I was seeing what we can expect. So let's talk a little bit about what we may or may not be able to expect from that football team as we get going. Uh, what do you what are you expecting when you see this this team this season? I mean, granted, you know, we had Preston Weeks. So he has a good, hopefully. What I was thinking is he has a good offseason and he is ready to go uh, for the season. And that's what I'm hoping, you know, offseason programming is what he's, you know, the important thing for the Rowlett Eagles.
1: Well, yeah, and during uh, the spring, he had a really good spring on the 7-on-7 seven, se- seven, seven tournament. So I think that's where a lot of his hype came up uh, here in the Metroplex, and people are talking about him a little bit more. So I think, uh, you know, he's going to have to be that leader, as, as I mentioned before, that he doesn't have a lot of guys returning on the offensive side. Uh, one guy that he does have that's going to be a, a a big plus for him is Monet Lang in uh, in the backfield. You know, at last year he shared time with Morrow. Uh, He got a little bit more time as the season progressed this year. It's going to be his team uh, from the backfield.
0: And and that's another thing as far as Morrow was concerned, this was a guy that was really kind of expected to do a lot for this football team as they got ready to go. Uh, Kobe Morrow, uh, another guy, three year starter for that football team, uh, big time on the offensive side of the ball, running the ball. And not only that getting out in the flat when it's time for him to catch the ball in a, in big time situations, making big plays at big times, Kobe Morrow and the Darius Dickens, both of them were very good at that.
1: Oh yeah. You had a one, two punch. I was really, uh, uh, difficult to control. And, and, uh, you know, we, didn't really uh, mention too much about it, but Ladarius was huge in, in the special teams too. Uh, you know, a lot of teams kicked away from him because of uh, his return uh, uh, opportunities and 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 how he could uh, make plays even when there's not a play to be made.
0: And looking where that where the team is going to have to go, uh, it, when you look at this football team, is how how they're going to proceed, and that's going to be the big question. Are they going to change? I mean, we we saw this football team with different kind of plays. One of them, always looking into the side to get a play from the coach. That was always a big thing. Coach was able to see what the defense was set. Logan Bonner, I think, was at the position where he could really see the defense. Preston Weeks is a a young guy, and and I think they're going to depend on going to the sideline, Seeing what Coach wants to call and seeing what the defense is set up for him.
1: Well, and, and I'm curious to see w- um, what's going to change from uh, uh, last season's uh, offense. Are they going to simplify it a little bit more because you do have so much more youth on that uh, on that um, uh, sideline? So um, uh, hold on, I got to say hi to an old friend here. Oh wow! Yeah, it, yeah. Oh, hey,
0: yeah, <laughs> we. <laughs> <laughs> i was
1: set and ready to go. How about that? So,
0: uh, uh, what, what, hey, folks, we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We're going to get reset uh, up underneath the regular settings here. Give us a second. We're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show, and we'll be able to talk a little bit more uh, about what we're going to see out on the football field from the Raleigh Eagles. We'll be right back. Oops, bonanza reap a bonanza with a free home auto or business insurance quote from Costlo insurance bundle your home and auto insurance to save a ton Costlo insurance at the corner of main street and rowlett road or visit us on the web at CostloInsurance.com where we always have the coffee pot on yeah but is it fresh This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Roulette Eagles, letting you know about Chang Lee's Taekwondo in Roulette. At Chang Lee's Taekwondo, we specialize in all types of Taekwondo, and you can also sign up for free instruction classes. That's Chang Lee's Taekwondo, modern training with traditional values. Check out our website for grand opening specials or one-month Taekwondo classes for $49. That's at Chang Lee's Taekwondo, located at 2212 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 100 in Rowlett or give them a call at 963-506-4483 or check them out on the web at www.mychainlees.com With over 25 years of experience, Stephen Sons Heating and Air Conditioning have received many awards and recognition, including Angie's List and the Best of Rowlett. Ask about our preventative maintenance plan that includes two visits to your home for one unit for $155 and $59.99 for each additional unit. Mention you heard this ad on the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast and receive an extra 10% off. Give them a call at 972-475-3227 to set up an appointment or check out their website at stevensonshbac.com. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. Twenty-six zero seven. That's 214-536-2607. Or check them out on the web at www.BuffaloCreekDoorsAndFloors.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Mark Hall at Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp we want you to be proud of everything you achieve that is why Mark Hall will tell you to stop focusing in on the little things and be proud of everything you've achieved up to this moment being fit is hard but you can do it if you need some help getting started try our unstoppable fitness formula for free by visiting fbbc.com and claim your free trial or give mark a call at 214-888-2844 that's 214-888-2844 This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney, not their paralegal. Get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell. The Mitchell Law Firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy-related matters, including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal court. And welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, along with the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna here. Coming to you live from Dickie's Barbecue, located at Highway 66 and the George Bush. Folks, we're talking a little bit about Route Lab Eagles varsity football. It's our regular season preseason game let's talk a little bit about it uh, as far as where we are and it looks pretty good we talked about the out of uh district games those i think are going to be really good for them going into the playoffs as last year was the same thing uh this season i i don't know how much research you've been able to do uh bill but let's go into our district let's talk a little bit about Where we are, as obviously we have the Saxy Mustangs, this is a football team and doing a little bit of the research that I did. The Saxy Mustangs are a football team that have gotten better this year and they're ready to rock and roll to make a lot of noise going into this season, Bill. Unmute.
1: (laughs) Well, um, yeah, and and, uh, you're absolutely right. I I think within the district, I think uh, you're not going to see a lot of change of what we had in the previous year. I think, obviously, uh, you're running for the title is going to go through either Saxe or Rowlett, Uh And uh, Lakeview Centennial is going to be right there on the heels. I think after that, it, there's a lot of things that can happen this year. I think Naaman Forrest is uh, going to be a uh, – we saw – so going to be better. <laughs> yeah, we saw them last year improving from, uh, from the year before, and I think we're going to see that again this year. I would not be surprised to see them uh, – uh, get that fourth spot, uh, playoff spot, as the season comes. But you know, it's just really hard to tell with this, uh, uh, with this district. I, I will tell you that you know I, I mentioned Saxey and Rowlett being a, the cream of the crop of the district. Those two teams also have the toughest um, uh, non-district schedule of anybody else. I, I've looked at the non-district schedules of, of the other teams, and I, I don't think they're at the caliber. And when you have a strong non-district schedule i think it really bodes well when you get into the district games
0: the non-district games i think are the the big thing and we will know what kind of team that we're going to have going into the district district being a little bit weak and unfortunately you know as far as the last few years it's been the same that having been said, Bill, when you look at where district is and you are able to put yourself in a position as far as playoffs are concerned, this, this season, this might be the season depending on where they are going. Now, Coach Stevens has a lot of eyes in getting set for this season, but looking in the district with it being a little bit less, maybe not as potent as some of the other districts out there, we get the opportunity to get back into the games if we get behind and that's one of the things that I think is something that the Raleigh Eagles are going to probably have to do. If they get behind, they might be able to get back in and get the victory. And that will create a backbone for this football team heading into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. I think if uh, you look at some of these other uh, districts, there's a lot of uh, parity uh, between them. And I think there's going to be a, a fight for um, uh, playoff spots where I think with our district, I think it's going to be a little bit more of a... Of a just a positioning on who's going to be in the playoffs and who's
0: not. Okay, looking at the rest of the season, let, let's take a look at uh, – I, I want to talk a little Logan Bonner here for a little bit. This was a a segment of the show that I thought was really important. We we saw Logan Bonner all three years that he w- became a starter, starting as a sophomore and really, really creating what we see as far as well football here today and Preston Weeks has got to continue that but getting back this is a young man right now who's fighting for a starting position at a you know Division One college all set over at Arkansas State this is a, when you looked at where they, they were going to be they, they're being one of the better teams and Logan Bonner could be the guy that's leading this team heading into the 2018 season for that squad
1: well and I don't know about you but I'm not surprised I, I think uh you know going in you know his senior year he led the Metroplex in uh in a yards touchdowns and uh, he he can get that ball down the field uh, going to Arkansas State you know he his his opportunities he wanted to be playing last year you know obviously as a player you have that itch to want to do it so I think uh, uh him sitting out and red Redshirt last year I think is going to help him well this year and and if he does get that nod I think he's going to be successful there for the next four years.
0: A, a well, a well-rounded player uh, for that kind of. Uh, you look over there in their conference, or where they are playing. in um, we, I was, saw, I saw a couple of videos uh, in some of the spring games and stuff. This guy, he still has the cannon. He's still able to get the ball down the field, just like we saw in the seasons here with Rowlett. As far as a the expectations over there for arkansas state i think they're big i think they're looking to move forward in this season and actually can start really really making a name for their college program in the football the good baseball by the way i've done a little research they are really good in baseball but this is a football team that right there with arkansas but I mean, looking. At, you're looking at their schedule. Look at that schedule that they got. They got, uh, if I'm wow. not mistaken, Auburn in week two. Because a friend of mine's really looking forward to that game because I told him to look out for him.
1: Well, I mean, uh, you look at that schedule, and if uh, Logan Bonner uh, takes the helm of that team, he's going to start off his uh, uh, college career playing against Nebraska in Lincoln. So he's definitely going to have a, you know, in a stadium of over 100,000 watching him. And then uh, right after that, he gets by that week, and then he gets to face uh, uh, University of Miami, the U. So uh, definitely a tough challenge for his first two games of his uh, college career.
0: Yeah, so if if he gets the start, that's going to be the big question looking at Nebraska. I mean – I mean, you don't expect the, the Arkansas State Wolfpack to get in there, Red Wolves to get in there, and get, you know, win a lot of football games. But there's a lot of winnable games in that schedule. You got to pull it up. Talk a little bit about some of the winnable games that you obviously you don't expect them to beat Nebraska. You don't expect them to beat Auburn. Uh, but talk a little bit about uh, even SMU. That is that game in. Or is it at it's SMU? actually down here I'm going Dallas, to that game. So, uh,
1: yeah, especially if he's at Helm, that's a great place yes. to go see. And it would be nice if we can get the Raleigh community to go out there and uh, and uh, see Logan Especially play. if he's starting. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, the Sun Belt, uh, uh, Arkansas State's had a control of the Sun Belt. Uh, they had won three uh, conferences in a row until last season. Uh, so they've, they've definitely um, uh, been towards the top of that conference year in and year out. So, you know, if you can... Take the helm as a freshman and take and move that team to win that conference. That's going to be huge. You know, being young and taking over a team is not uh, nothing that is new to him. He did that with here in as He took it took the team on as a sophomore.
0: So. I like what is going to be going on there for them. Uh, we, we also saw some of our other guys go out. Yeah, we're back up. That's good. So at least they we're being heard. Thanks for everybody's patience. With We're, we're doing the phone thing as we have our backup here if the internet is not
1: working. So we got that all squared away. Uh, we're which, our, which hasn't helped me because I haven't been able to pick up my wood plate. <laughs>
0: So there I better hold
1: my phone. I can't pick up my ribs. There you go.
0: So, <laughs> Dickie's bargain. Guy new. By the way, uh, a couple new sponsors. I want to talk about a- and Melvin Bullitt and the Bullitt Experience. Okay, folks that don't know about the Bullitt Experience, Melvin Bullitt used to play for the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Uh, his father played for the Washington Redskins, and his brother. Terrence Bullet played over at Texas Tech. He actually went up and played in Canada this past, just this past season. So he's on his way back. The Bullet Experience. It's just located outside of Waterview, Their new sponsor of the Couch Potato Sports Show and our coverage of the Rowlett Eagles varsity football team this season. So um, that that's exciting. And we also got some of our regulars, of course, uh, um, looking at Costlow Insurance, where the 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 coffee is always fresh over there. So just to let everybody know, uh the commercial says that you know, where the coffee pot's always on and then we got some guy, some idiot in there saying, Yeah, but is it fresh, my brother? Um it jumped <laughs> in Yeah, it's always fresh. Get on over and talk to Alan over at Coslo Insurance. Good folks over there.
1: I'm glad you uh, identified the idiot.
0: Yeah, the idiot. Yeah. It, <laughs> I'm and glad that, it was a family member. When we were putting together those commercials, it was like, man, do I want to send them that? They thought it was hilarious. And, of course, it's caught on around here. So we got some uh, good new sponsors coming to us, and some of our old ones, of course, Nesteak Wealth Advisors um, you know, over there with Rick Lucas uh, on board yet again uh, for the this season. And this show, as well as the radio broadcast for the uh, weekly games, uh, it would not happen without the sponsorship that we get here um as far as the uh games are concerned bill uh good folks uh, involved with us here on the couch potato sports show
1: no absolutely and it's been fun and uh, year in year out and we've seen our our uh listening uh, audience grow uh as the years have gone it's been a lot of fun i mean, we've had people uh from overseas hawaii um i've had uh, friends and family from arizona uh, listening to our games on a weekly basis. So being internet uh, radio has really helped as we've been able to reach out to family members that aren't in the area that wouldn't be able to hear it on just regular uh, radio. We can reach out to them so they can keep up with Raleigh football.
0: And this is going to be a good season for the Raleigh Eagles and looking forward to what's going on. Um, we're almost, at, I'm almost at a process where I think we almost have this internet back on and ready to go. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick break once again here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We're going to try to get our connection a little bit better, and if not, we'll bail on it uh, and just continue doing what we're doing here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Exciting stuff going on. matter of fact, Bill... Um, I can't turn it on as they finally kicked us off so j- jump in a little bit about what you've got right in front of you especially the Saxie Mustangs of course that is the rival uh, team uh, and some of the other uh, games that you're going to be looking at this year while I make the connection
1: yeah absolutely and, and uh, you know the uh, Dallas Sporting News just came out with uh, the area rankings and uh, has Saxe all the way up to number four uh, highest ranking Saxie has ever had um and uh, they uh, are uh, have a strong team. They have a, a, a great offense with uh, Jalen Maiden leading that offense. It'll be a third-year uh, quarterback, uh, and he's actually uh, already uh, pledged for Mississippi State. So he threw 27 touchdowns last year uh, and ran for another 11. So he had a huge year last year. So they're going to lean on him. And on the defense side, they have on on the defensive side they have uh, uh, Isaiah Humphreys. Which is a senior safety, and he's actually signed with Penn State also. Uh, so they have a strong team. There's a lot of talk about them here in the Metroplex, and uh, um, like I mentioned, they're ranked number four right now in in the Metroplex. Uh, your Raleigh Eagles actually hit the uh, made the top twenty. They're actually fifteenth uh, uh, in the uh, in the Metroplex ranking. So you know, there's a lot of expectations for uh, Raleigh. I think. Uh, uh, with the youth on the offense, youth on the own district, one of the better offensive lines. And that's one of the key things
0: going into the season when we talk Preston Weeks, a guy that, you know, I'm sure wants to improve on what he did last year because we saw some some uh, mistakes that he made but what the good thing about that football team they were able to correct the mistakes and get back up on top of it i'm expecting big stuff coming from him as far as uh, his own personal results his own personal stats and things like that as far as you know improving on what we saw last year which wasn't the worst in the world but we also seen those mistakes that
1: stood out well and like i mentioned at the beginning of the the broadcast you know, first year on varsity, we can expect those mistakes and still come out ten or nine and one. Yeah, uh, in the regular season, it's great. But you had mentioned the offensive line. You got Ruben, uh, I, I I think it's pronounced Ibukan. Well, Ibukan. I- I- Ibukan. Ibukan. Uh, that is going to lead that offensive line. It's going to be one of offensive Going to be one of the largest uh, in the area. It's going to be a huge. And with one thing that we haven't really talked about was Preston Week's legs. He scored ten rushing touchdowns last year for a guy. Six foot five, two, hundred and forty pounds, and to score t- ten times. So he he made himself a triple threat um, last year when I think most people were looking to him be a drop back passer.
0: Absolutely, he's a, he's your a traditional pocket passer, and the great thing about that with him being that pocket passer, he can take a little bit more time to make the decision on whether or not he's going to take off. Good point about using his legs because this guy was ripping them off 10, 15 yards at a time, and especially in a critical third-down position, they got a lot of first downs on the ground coming from Preston Weeks. Well, and
1: like I said a little bit ago, I think uh, we're going I, I to see a little bit of uh, a difference in the offense of what we've seen the last few years from Doug Stevens because of all his youth on that offense. So I'm curious to see how he's going to utilize Weeks and uh, how much he's going to use his legs.
0: Let's talk. A, let's get into the schedule. I'm actually able to move now, so I'm not bouncing around. I know exactly where I'm headed. Here we go. Let's take a look at the schedule for your Raleigh Eagles. Of course, next Friday, over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium, Louisville Fighting Farmers. That will be a game that will test this team immediately, depending on how they do exactly what the Raleigh Eagles have to do, is to fill the spots that have been vacated with guys that went on to college or just graduated so that's always a good starter then the Rowlett Eagles over at the Cotton Bowl on September 8th they take on the Rockwall Yellow Jackets my favorite game of the year but another game this time the Rowlett Eagles they hit the road they head to Plano now that is a game as we saw we saw good result last year but I think we talk about the home field advantage how well the Rowlett Eagles have it the I'll tell you right now, the Plano, this is a football team that does very, very well at home. And, in fact, they've only lost two games in the last four seasons. I checked that one out. So, at home. So, this is a football team that knows how to win at home, Bill.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. And just the tradition of Plano, you know, the Wildcats are, always had strong teams coming, uh, absolutely. coming out of Plano. So, you know, to go there, uh, it's not that far in distance. And it's actually our furthest trip that we have for the season. So, Which and, is nice. Which is what? But, 30-minute drive uh, to Math. get there. So yep. uh, it's going to be uh, nice that there's not going to be a long drive. They'll be able to be ready, but you know, let's see how they come off that Rockwall game and and, on, you know, how they'll be ready for Plano mentally,
0: especially if they cross the bridge rivalry, where they will be mentally if they gain going up against a good football team. uh, As far as Plano, that game's over at John Clark Stadium over in Plano. Then we get at home over at Homer B Johnson Stadium, Fossil Ridge. That was a good football team last year. They run the ball. It's just getting whether it was the quarterback or. The running back. They had a duel as well as same with the Rowlett Eagles.
1: Well, and they lost their quarterback from last season, so they're. Actually, I mean, in, in their district, they're they're uh, right there at the top of their district for uh, for this year. Uh, uh, them and Abilene are, are uh, tops in their uh, district. So we're expecting a good team uh, uh, from uh, Fossil Ridge, just like we did last year.
0: Coming out of Keller, that's it is. It's a good football team. Then the Raleigh Eagles at Homer B Johnson Stadium start their district play. They take on North Garland uh, in their first district game. Then they get the bye. That's the week where I'm going to head to Arizona and spend some time with my dad, as far as that's concerned. So we, I'm the, uh, the bye week. And then the Rowlett Eagles, they come back. They get the Damon Forest Rangers, an improving team from last year. South Garland, that's a football team that needs to start making improvements as well. They didn't win a lot of football games. That game is on October 20th. Then on October 27th, it is the rivalry game at Sachse Williams Stadium. We get to be in that little booth up there on the the Rowlett side. I've already checked that part out. By the way, I sent you the the uh, approval yes we are credentialed for the games um over there uh at williams they get saxy they get that on october 27th then they turn around lakeview centennial this will be an important game at the end of the year the basketball season lakeview centennial is always one that is about positioning for the playoffs this could be the very well the same thing as far as where the Raleigh Eagles are going to be because that was a good team I think came out of nowhere last year, uh, Bill. I don't think a lot of people expected a lot from them as far as getting the wins that they got real early on that in the season. So they but they didn't finish as strong as I thought that they were going to. So. It'll be about maintaining for the full season with the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. And then on October, uh, mark that, September 9th. No. November. November. It was November 3rd for the Lakeview Centennial, and then uh, November 9th, the Garland Owls. That's to that Lakeview Centennial game. This was a football team. When you looked at this team last year, I'm pulling up that, the information. This was a football team that marked that. That was two years ago where they got out of the gate really fast, and then when they got into district, couldn't win any football games, and that was one of the things that that was probably frustrating for that football team then last year they get out of the gate and they continue, um, but they kind of lose it towards the end of the season. if that team puts it together, I think we could be talking about the top four and I think Lakeview Centennial could be either three or eight, actually two three or four because I think the top is going to be say or it 's going to be
1: roulette no you 're absolutely right like I mentioned before I think um, you know I think Lakeview has to really shoot themselves in the foot to not make that playoff spot. Um, I think it's that fourth, yeah. and there's going to be four teams fighting for that final yeah, spot.
0: Exactly, because we don't know what we're going to get from Naaman Forrest. North will be a big thing, so where all that's going to end up going into this uh, this next season. So lots of fun things that are going on. You can hear the coverage of the Raleigh Eagles varsity football team over on w- WIX.com forward slash Rowlett Eagle Sports. You also can listen to the games via your cell phone. So if you're going out to the game, bring your cell phones along with you and a headset because you can hear us by calling three four seven everybody
1: takes their cell phone I know. everywhere it's, they go. It's
0: whether or not they're gonna take the headset. Oh the headset, yeah. You get, because it, okay. you're not gonna be able to hear it. Three four seven two one five seventy four ninety seven is the number that you can always listen to any broadcast. Also, during football season, the pregame show will be up on Wednesday or Thursday, depending on the week. If it's a Thursday game, it'll definitely be up Wednesday. And uh, so uh, if it's a Friday game, it could be up Wednesday or Thursday. So that having been said, that's where uh, the setup for this season is going. An exciting season uh you know, setting up for the Rowlett Eagles uh, this season. So um, Doug Stevens, I think he's done. By the way, since he has taken over the program, this is a squad that has been getting better and better and better each and every year. It did start with Logan Bonner, so he did get that, but he developed that player. He developed Dylan Bauer. He developed Ladarius Dickens. He de- he developed Kobe Meyer. This is a ga- This is a guy that knows how to find out where his talent is and putting them in the and the key thing on that bill is putting them in the position to win
1: football games. Yeah, you're absolutely right, and I think uh, this uh, program has just grown and grown every year. Uh, and, and and to be one of the more uh, powerhouse uh, uh, teams here on the on the east side of the Metroplex, uh, definitely. And uh, you know, when you, with with rivalries with, with Saxie and rivalries with um, uh, Rockwell, these kids play kids uh, other kids they played with as as young boys so definitely you know they they know a lot of these team a lot of these players from these other teams
0: it's eight nineteen in the evening now there is a scrimmage we were expecting more people here uh we got a couple of people coming in i it, welcome into dickie's it's our live broadcast coming to you from dickie's barbecue located at Rale- Well, mark that highway 66 and the george bush this is what is that what's the it, it's called lake it's View. lakeview parkway It's it's right right next to Target. Target. Yeah, Target and the Dollar Station is where we got our nice cover here for the table. uh, All set and ready to go. Make sure you also check out our sponsors. Get on over to the website and check out what we're doing each and every year uh, here. Bringing the community of Rowlett right here. We are, by the way, the only broadcast that handles one team. One team. We don't handle any other team in the Garland ISD yet. We may and that might change. Uh, but uh, as of now, the only anywhere in the area, the radio stations, they cover all of the Garland ISD. We focus in on the Rowlett Eagles, and we've been doing that for the past five seasons. Not only that, we have the basketball. We're going to kick that up again. We'll try to get some of those preseason games in uh, December for that game, uh, for that uh, for the basketball. But we kick up basketball on In January. Now, also, the Couch Potato Sports Show, Sunday morning show, we're going to be talking in host for our nationwide show. But with the local flavor, obviously, the Dallas Cowboys. And let's talk a little bit about the Dallas Cowboys. I don't know if you've been keeping it up. Lots of news about Ezekiel Elliott and that whole situation, where that will be. Uh, Here's what I know. Okay, and I know Roger Goodell. uh, We've nicknamed him on our show. He is the vice principal of the NFL, okay? the principals being all the owners, he's the vice principal. He's the one that puts the hammer down. This is the guy that makes the decision on who's going to be suspended, who will play, how much, and all that other good stuff. Big-time story. Uh, You know, depending, I mean, there's always so many different versions of a story that you're going to get, especially with this one. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, not, you know, not arrested. Well, he was detained, but not arrested for this. No charges were filed. We have Roger Goodell making that step. Uh, So I got to ask you, Bill Roger Goodell's power, I think, is the right power. I think there's always got to be that guy to be the bad guy, and Roger Goodell is not going to be in a winning situation whatsoever, regardless what decision he comes down. Ultimately, he only has to keep 32 people happy.
1: Well, you know what? Uh, um, Sooner or later, somebody's going to be that scapegoat. Somebody's going to be the example that's set, and what... What makes it harder is it was one of the local guys. It was, it was yes. a, a cowboy. Yep. Um, so, you know, there's always going to be the people that are going to say, well, that's not right or this isn't right. How did Rice uh, only get suspended for a certain uh, amount of games? Rice lost his job and never got his job back. That, never. Um, never seen him again. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, somebody, they, they've got to get stronger with this because there's just too much of this type of activity that's going on. And when you're mm-hmm. representing the NFL, Regardless, if you're on the field or you're off the field, you are still a representative of the NFL. It's like if I uh, wore my um, my uh, Carl's Jr. shirt out and I went and, and I uh,
0: went to McDonald's.
1: If I, if I was wearing my uh, my work outfit and I go and rob a rob a store, I mean I'm still a representative of that company. Absolutely. So you know what. Uh, Somebody was going to be made an example Definitely. of. Definitely. Um, you know, at six games, a lot of people are going to say it's harsh. It's harsher than some got. But every situation is different. But you got to set an example somewhere. Um, there's too many complaints that they weren't harsh enough. Now so now you're given a stronger sentence. And now there's a complaint that it's too hard. And, and here's the deal about that. When you
0: look at what's going on with Roger Goodell, this is an automatic deal. He doesn't even think about it. It revolved around... Domestic violence. It's an automatic six game minimum, by the way. Minimum. So he got the minimum in reality. Now he's set, and the Rally and Eagles, the Dallas Cowboys are set to start without their, their guy. Now, you also have a quarterback that's going into his second year at the quarterback position with that always looming. Because I'll tell you this, and I and here's a smile on Bill's face because I know where he's going. But before he goes that way,
1: I'm going to tell you, give me any defensive coordinator in the NFL that plays the Dallas. They've seen a whole season. Green Bay did that with Dax Prescott. They had a whole season to prepare Cowboys. for him. No, I'm saying when Green Bay well, played him in the playoffs. Yeah, the playoffs. Got it. And they were able to keep uh, Dax in check for most of that game. You know, they've had time to research him. You see sophomore drinks so much and it's not so much that the the quality of that player's gone down. It's just the film. The, the adjustments teams are making against him. So, uh, it's it's going to be a little bit tougher for him. Yeah. Uh the advantage he has is he has the best offensive line in the NFL. Yep. So and- it, no scheme's going to um, Affect him if they can't get to him. So that's the advantage he has. Losing Elliott, the Cowboys knew they were going to lose him for some amount of time. They didn't think they were going to lose him for six games, but they knew they were going to lose him. So uh, I think the sixth game was definitely a, a big shocker to him. A
0: big shock for this football team as they head into the season. Week number one, they get the Giants. It and I'm sorry, just the research I've done. This is a strong defensive football team. So that being said, you get the sophomore, you get a strong defense. You get in this guy's face, but the difference between last year and the year before that is that you do have an offensive line that will block for the quarterback. Say whatever you want about Tony Romo. I love Tony Romo. This guy's got, That offensive line did not block for the guy, period. Okay, you've seen how he was running around. You've seen how he couldn't stay in the pocket for very long. You've seen what was going on on the offensive line. Then they get this rookie in there, and all of a sudden – they're ready to play. They're ready to block whoever is going to be coming that way. And guess what? They did exactly that last year. Dak Prescott not running around like a chicken without a head, making good decisions as a freshman. And I'm talking freshman. I mean <laughs> freshman in the NFL. You don't make the best
1: decisions he as never, a quarterback
0: he, in the NFL with a first never year. Quarterback. Play,
1: he never played like a, a, a freshman. Never. But you're absolutely right. Because he was that threat of getting out and running. Tony Romo never was. No, nope. they knew if they he covered, play. If they knew if they covered the outsides, yep. they're going to uh, shut down Romo. And then you hit him a couple times, and then uh, the unfortunate happens with Romo. Yep. But uh, with Dax, Dax could take it inside. He could take it outside. Yep, he can move. He's got speed. You know, he wants to be that drawback passer, but. The, the fact that knowing that he can run makes a huge difference. But like I said, Green Bay made it, made adjustments at the end of the year. Absolutely. How are other teams going to make that adjustment this year?
0: Well, And during the season, the regular season, how about guy who comes off as a rookie, not making the mistakes in game number one, two, three, four. Uh, all of a sudden, we're talking about this football team, okay, who has problems with the regular teams. And I'm talking regular. The Giants, they lose that game, should have won it. You got to get out of bounds, Williams. You get catch the <laughs> ball, you get out of bounds, you win that football game. And we're talking about an undefeated team going into week 11, 12. Are we serious? Let's get serious. This is a good football team. But this season, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to, and I, I did it on the Couch Potatoes Sports Show. I'm going to do it right here. This is a football team that's going to go 9-7. and seven. The reason why? The losses on the defensive side of the ball for this football team huge. is going to be huge. You're talking about guys that played out of their mind. A Barry Church, gone, Jacksonville. You look at some of the other guys that they lost right in the middle. I mean, you know, Brandon Carr, he wasn't the greatest one, but he played out of his mind last year. Contract year played out of his mind well above what they expected. Then you had Dak Prescott not having to score a lot because the defense was there. Now with the losses on the defensive side of the ball, we're going to expect Dak Prescott to go in to make the plays and win football games. Is that too much pressure for a sophomore? That's
1: a lot of pressure. And and that's just it. I think what last year with Dax is they really simplified the offense to get him comfortable, give him that confidence. And uh, his his uh, uh, reception uh, ratio is crazy good. Crazy good. and And it's because they simplified it for him. They didn't. They weren't making him throw over the top a lot and then running these different schemes. They made it simple for him. Uh, I think, like you mentioned with the defense, coming into this year, you're going to have to score a lot. Absolutely. To to stay in the game. 21
0: points is not going to be enough for this Dallas Cowboy team. I'm telling you right now, they need to score 24 points or more to win, and that's with the defense playing well.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and and, uh, we're going to see some of those games like we saw with Denver a few years ago. Yeah, absolutely. Forty-nine to fifty-two, and and uh, games like that. They're going to have to win games by the offense and not by the defense. And
0: that scheme on the offensive side of the ball will be different. I mean, obviously, first year you don't ask Dak Prescott to make plays. You ask him not to make mistakes. This year, he's going to be asked to make plays, but the scheme is going to be different on the offensive side of the ball. And what can we expect? But I'll tell you what I think we see a lot of. If the suspension is not six games, if it's a lot less, but as soon as Ezekiel Elliott gets back, this guy's going to be in the flat a lot. This is going to be his go-to guy when there's trouble. And there will be a lot of trouble because of the fact, as far as what's going on, if Des Bryant can't get open, with some of these guys that he is going to be facing in these in their own never mind their the 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 season in their own division it's got to be either des Bryant making some big big time plays or they're gonna to have to drop the ball off to
1: Ezekiel I think we're gonna see a lot more him in the passing game well don't sure. forget uh, you you know while Elliot's gone you have a Former Pro Bowler and Morris uh, in the backfield too, so you have somebody with that, and Darren McFadden. McFad. So you yep. have guys with experience, but you know, it, it, you, don't forget, you also have Whitehead. Oh wait, no, never mind. He's, he's gone. gone. Yeah, he's yeah. gone. Lucky,
0: um, he, he's not so lucky. But yeah, and and it wasn't even the guy. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't even him. It wasn't even him. And 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 that was a move. That was that knee jerk that you don't get from the Dallas Cowboys. So hold on to the problem
1: child. Absolutely. They knee-jerk.
0: The first time they knee-jerk, they make the
1: mistake. I I think that's what the biggest uh, joke about all this was. Absolutely. That, uh, you know, they didn't waste any time to doing this. Um, And and then, you know, after all said and done, they come out and say, well, we were going to let him go anyways. Could have, might Don't have believe won. it. But I don't I, believe it for but, two seconds. <laughs> well, it's not that I don't believe it. I think it was an easy out for them. Absolutely. Um, sure. Sure. Uh, but you're you're right. They and might they might have been quick to trigger it because they say, hey, we're getting rid of him anyways. But uh, use that as your reasoning. Absolutely. Don't don't say because you did this. Um, you know, say look, he wasn't gonna be you know, uh, uh, be successful on our team, and we had, we let him go. But the the way it happened was different. Now you got an Elliot that's six games. All of a sudden, everybody's uproaring about it. I think. With this uh, appeal, I, I would suspect that Elliot's going to end up with four games.
0: I think it's going to hold. I really do. And, and the main reason why is, is that they're not giving the information over to the Players Association. They are not handing anything over to them. And that is a negative for the Players Association. They don't have any backup. They don't know what's being said. They don't know who said what. And the NFL, in their own mind, in their own judgment, in their own... You know, courtroom. Well, the courtroom of the NFL.
1: No, I, I just don't see it changing. I don't see with the players' association. No matter what came out, no matter what evidence they have, they're still going to try to fight it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and say say that it doesn't warrant it. But the u six games? There's something that had to been shown, some kind of uh, something, maybe not criminal, but moral. Well, and that's
0: the thing. It's one of those things where. I don't need a cop to tell me something happened. And I think that's where the NFL is coming from. We don't need an investigation. We've seen what happened over a certain amount of time. This girl I mean, first of all, she's stupid for hanging out and getting beat more than once, if that's what truly happened. But fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on yourself. That is one of those situations over a seven-day period period is one of the problems that the NFL is not getting around. So... That, along with some quote-unquote, you know, pictures and things of that sort, whether or not they were real or not, or whether or not they were current pictures, that's that's the big thing. Uh, so, you know, it, they might not have been able to get anything as far as pictures are concerned on record with the police department, but those cell phones—they hold on to pictures for a long time. They hold so on a lot. A, absolutely, video so, does not lie. And you know, obviously, look in the case of Ray Rice. I mean, yeah. uh, they had that guy back in, ready to go. And when that video hit, that was big. And that's what that's I'm waiting for. Yeah. There is a ball about ready to drop. For some reason, somewhere on Ezekiel Elliott, I don't know what it is, but I bet you a dime it's got. Either pictures or video, written all over it.
1: Yeah, and and then it's going to come down to is how much is that going to affect the Dallas Cowboys? Absolutely. How much are they going to say, um, okay, that we're not going to tolerate that? Yep. I mean, you look at a, a, a college player, Joe Mixon, uh, in uh, in Oklahoma. Absolutely. Doing what he did, and uh, you know, becoming a first rounder, going to uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, there's been an uproar of him uh, going there. Uh, You know what, I totally understand, you know, uh, guys make mistakes and you've got to give them an opportunity to make changes. But you also have to be held accountable for what you've done. And
0: that's one thing that the NFL really, really tries to do. Sometimes they drop the ball, and that's obvious. Sometimes they get it wrong. That's obvious. Um, but at the same time, looking at the motivation of what the NFL is, remember, we're talking about, and folks, this is my number. They say $11 billion. This is an $18 billion industry that they've got to protect the image on. Oh, yeah. and, I, and how do you destroy an image? of an 18 billion dollar industry get women involved and i'm telling you right now that'll be the thing that tears down the nfl women's issue will tear down the nfl we i mean it it, it's obvious that they've got a problem as far as domestic violence is you look at the nfl it's a higher percentage than any other sport in the nfl or in sports whether it be major league baseball the nba or you know hockey Huh. I mean, it's the highest form. So, And it's the most violent. It's the most violent, and that, I, I'm telling you right now, you want to lose your billion-dollar industry, your $18 billion industry, get some women really mad about a subject, and they will tear down the NFL. You know it, and you know oh, it's true.
1: Yeah. Well, just getting women upset, get them in an uproar. But, you're, no, you're absolutely right. When you have an organization that owns a day of the week absolutely. for five months out of the year, um, there, there's a lot at stake for them. Absolutely. I mean, they used to always say Sunday was the day for the Lord, but, you know, the, people are going to argue and say football. Sunday is for football. Yep. Uh, unless you're in Texas. Then that's Friday <laughs> night. It's
0: Friday night. It's pretty sad when the NFL takes a backseat to high school football. Yep. And, that's, and that's the amazing thing about football in this area that really – kind of, it, it doesn't surprise me because why, I've been here since 2005, so it's no great big surprise, but I felt like I was walking off an alien ship on Friday night <laughs> when I first moved here, it was crazy, we moved here Memorial Day weekend, okay so we had the whole summer to to, and, and then, you know it, the, all of a sudden it was August, and then that's all you heard, mm-hmm. and I heard rumors about high school football, and that, what a uh, religion, it is, and I'll put it up on the board of religion. We got more people going to almost high school football than we do have them going to church on Sunday morning. It's that
1: big here. No, absolutely. When I first moved out here, I uh, I moved out to Wiley mm-hmm. and uh, jumped on that Wiley Pirate bandwagon when I first got here because first they of all, first, team. Of, first of all, I love football. Yeah, yeah. They had a quarterback, Jared Monk. Yeah. Um, uh, Quarterback in front of them. They had they had a great team. Matter of fact, they made the uh, state uh, state championship game down in Houston. Didn't they win uh, that one? No, they lost to Katie. They lost to Katy 19 to seven. But uh, uh, that was my first real experience with a community uh, on how it rallies around a football team. Big time. You know, you know at, uh, there's a little a restaurant out there called Ballard Street Cafe. Oh yeah, I've been there. Uh, Yeah. Oh, I love the place. Love it. It's good. And uh, I remember before every game uh, during the playoffs, the team would go eat there. And uh, they would block off um, the, whole rest the main street there in ah. in a, um, in Wiley for the team, so Downtown. that way they can be shuffled on out as as they left the town for their for their uh, uh, playoff game. So it was such a huge um, ex- excitement to be part of that and and get involved. In it. And I caught myself by the time playoffs came around. I caught myself going to every game. Absolutely
0: and and and, and I, I and let's let's be honest how many high school football games besides your playing days after you grew up you went out of high school how many football games in Arizona did you go to?
1: Oh, you'd be surprised, son. Oh, uh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, I would. You know what? I just love high school sports. I love high school sports because I love watching these kids play. They're being developed, and they're doing it for the love of the game. That,
0: and that's another And thing. that's what I always
1: enjoyed about it. So, yeah, even when I lived in Arizona, I would always go bounce around and go to uh, high school games. If there was a good game to go watch, I'd always pick one. I even had a buddy that would go with me, with, me, with me every once in a while and do it. So, no, I, I've always been – um, yeah I've always been doing that so um, I've always liked high school football. I've always liked the atmosphere but to have to see the atmosphere in, with a team in Arizona and to see an atmosphere with a team here in uh, Texas completely different.
0: That, yep so So we're, we're 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 doing here What we're doing here is we're going to put – I'm I very smartly decided to record what we were doing. Very smartly. Oh, uh-huh. not very often. Sonny Clark is. I know too you're smart, scared so, me, Sonny. Yeah, we'll put it up there. We'll get the, the new one. Uh, we are coming to you live from Dickie's Barbecue again at Highway 66 and the George Bush. Um, it's it been a fun time. I, it, 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 prediction. I, I, I looked at the raleigh Eagles schedule, and I, I see that out of district sc- schedule. That part worries about me. But district doesn't really scare me very much. And, and, and it's not because of, it's just of what they have had as far as a history going up against this district. This is a football team that beats these teams in this district. They don't lose very often, unless it's Rockwall in the, in the district. They don't lose very often the teams in this one, unless it's Saxe. So that having been said, I'm looking at I'm looking at the Rowlett Eagles definitely making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it, max, two losses on the season, and that would be out of district. I think they'll pick up at least two of those games. I would love to see them go 4-0. Oh, but realistically, looking at the football team, going outside of district, tough football teams, uh, Preston Weeks... We, it, It'll all be about what happened here in the off season and his development for this season. And if you
1: can keep him upright, you can keep him healthy, big time for the season. Um, I, I expect big things from I'm thinking an eight and two. Also, I'm thinking going three and one in the uh, non district and then going a five and one in the district.
0: And you talked about what he did in the seven and seven, in Preston weeks, and that's where that's where you develop it. That's where you you figure out where he's going to be. I didn't hear any stories about it. What what was your your interpretation well, I, I of what happened him, in the I, seven I,
1: and I, seven? I think it really gave him an opportunity to uh, gel with his receivers. Uh, that's li- a big thing. And like I said, you know, it, uh, we're we're dealing with a lot of young receivers. Absolutely. Uh, I think one name that's going to really stand out on, on the receiving. Uh, uh, that you heard a little bit of last year but didn't get to a lot of it, I think he's going to be the focus of the Dakota Gilly. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. I think he's going to be that main target. That They
0: tried the, to get him the ball last year. You've seen it.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think this year, uh, I think that's going to be his go-to guy. So we'll see um, uh, how the season progresses. But you know what? Every season, it's like there's those guys that pop up. That we didn't even expect. Exactly. that to uh, make a name for themselves. I so. think
0: Lane is going to be that guy this year. I think I Lane think, is going. I think he's going to. He showed last year just you know flashes of greatness on how well he runs the football and what it is is his vision, making the right cuts at the right time to get that extra four or five yards on the run.
1: Well, I think uh, with Kobe Morrow, you had a big, bruising guy that he just ran uh, ran, ran into you, and he was a more of an upright where. Uh, Lang is more of a, a crouch get hide behind that offensive line and, and uh, find those holes so I think that 's what he he made a huge uh, uh, huge difference with that last year, especially in the second half of the season absolutely I think this year with him having the full uh, 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 the full load, I think uh, he's going to have a, a good, successful senior year. I think he will, too. Actually, I think he's a junior. He's a junior, he, he's a junior this he year. Is.
0: So we get him one more year, and he gets this year to develop. That's going to be something. So you're looking at Preston Weeks as well. Preston Weeks is a, a junior as well. So you got him for one more we- year. So If I'm not mistaken, isn't Weeks a junior? No, uh,
1: no Weeks is a senior this year. I see. I'm, I'm mistaken yeah, Week- then. I
0: thought he was a junior. No, so. Weeks is a senior. Is that, and then it's all about development at the quarterback then for next year for the Raleigh Eagles. But it is the 2017 season, so it's what it's all about here as far as what you can expect from the Raleigh Eagles this year. So that's going to do it for us here with, as far as their closing up shop here at Dickie's uh, Barbecue um bad bad day to do it on scrimmage night of course we didn't necessarily know that but um we'll get the uh we'll get the audio back up here i'll get that up tonight and uh to where it can be played as we had some technical difficulties. The Internet went out to where they, could, they couldn't they could even take a, a credit card here. I felt bad for them as far as that's concerned.
1: So. Well, um, this was our preseason, too. So we'll, uh, Absolutely. You know, at, uh, we'll be starting our season just like the football team will next Friday.
0: Absolutely. And,
1: you know, we haven't been in the
0: booth since the last game, and that was in the playoffs where they lost that game. So that's where we are. So that will be our preseason game uh, to get ready for week number one. See if we skip the beat. Don't think we will. But that's going to do it for us here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Thanks for joining us here at the Raleigh Eagles Varsity Football preseason live remote coming to you from Dickey's. For the Eagle Eye Bills, I'm Sunny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. We're out of here. Everybody have a good evening. Bye-bye.